It's all about relevancy. The more relevant the backlinks are to your website, the better off you are. The more relevant your keywords are to what someone's searching in Google, the more likely that Google's going to want to show you when someone's searching for those keywords. When you think of podcasting, you probably don't automatically think of search engine optimization, but you should. Your podcast lives on a website or on a podcast blog on your business website. You want people to find your show on Google, you gotta fix your SEO. That's what my guests and I are chatting about today. Brandon Leibowitz is the founder of SEO Optimizers, a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn converts into more leads, sales, and clients. Welcome, Brandon. I am so happy to have you here today. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. So you did the SEO for a friend's insurance website years ago and got his site ranked above government websites for all his major keywords. I won't ask you how you did it because we'll be sharing or you'll be sharing some tips during our conversation. But that is amazing. And you're totally self-taught, aren't you? Yeah, because there wasn't really much schooling when I first started back in 2007. It was just, I was just reading up on blogs and talking to other people that do it and just trying to learn off each other, going to classes and workshops, just trying to learn as much as you can. But saw self-learning and just trying and testing and seeing what works and what doesn't work. Just kind of going from there. That is awesome. And just so impressive because it is really hard to displace like domain authorities like that. Definitely takes a lot of time. Not the easiest. And it's a lot easier back in 2007 when there was less competition. <laughs> now there's more competition, meaning more people are trying to compete for it and becomes a lot tougher. Oh, very true. So let's get really basic here for a minute. You know, I think everyone knows that SEO stands for search engine optimization. But I don't think that everyone knows exactly what search engine optimization means. So can you just give a brief explanation of what SEO and search engine optimization really mean? So when you're searching on Google or any search engine, there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads. They're paying per click. So anytime you click on an ad, those websites are paying search engines, a couple cents per click, maybe a couple dollars per click, could be a couple hundred dollars per click. Mm. It's quite expensive, but those are all paid ads. Right below the ads are the organic results. And SEO is trying to get you in the organic listings where there's 10 spots and just trying to capture that free traffic so you don't have to spend money on paid ads. Awesome. Okay. So in basic terms then, how does Google's algorithm, or I mean, you know, let's focus on Google since that's where the vast majority of people search. So how does Google's algorithm work for organic searches? Google's just looking at relevancy. So they're looking in your coding of your website for keywords in different places because what we see, what Google sees is different. They're just looking in the coding and they just want you to put different keywords and or keywords in different areas that helps them better understand what that page is about. But unfortunately, 
Google doesn't really care what you put on the website because they don't really trust anybody. They don't believe you are who you say you are without you building trust up. So got to get Google to trust you. And once Google trusts you, then they're going to start ranking you. But if they don't trust you, they're not going to look at those keywords. And there's lots of different ways to build trust. One way is by getting what are called backlinks, giving Mm -hmm. other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you that are related to what you're doing, the more trust Google is going to give to you and the higher they're going to rank you in the search engine. So a backlink is a clickable link from another website points to yours. So if you're reading, let's say, an article on Forbes.com and in there it says Brandon Leibowitz and you click on that and it goes to my website, I'd be getting a backlink from Forbes.com. Awesome. All right. So why are these backlinks so important? And you said, you know, they help Google build trust or it helps you build trust in telling Google that it can trust your website. But, you know, why is that? Why can't I have, you know, as I'm building my podcast, I've got 89 episodes on one podcast. I've got 67 episodes on another. So that's, you know, 89 plus 67 posts plus however many posts I have on my blog. I don't use keyword stuffing. Why isn't that good enough for Google to see, okay, she's got a legitimate or trustworthy website. Why isn't that good enough? Uh, That's how Google's algorithm started. That's what made Google differentiate themselves from every other search engine as they ranked websites based off backlinks initially. And backlinks are like a trust signal. It's like this website is voting for you, saying they think that you're trustworthy and the more websites that kind of vote for you, the more mm-hmm. trust Google's going to give to you because they just don't want to rank any website. They don't want just someone to build a website saying like brandonsdentist.com and then you come to my dentist or my website and find out that I'm not really a dentist or you come to my dental office, find out that I don't exist. It's a bad user experience and mm-hmm. Google doesn't want that because they want you to find what you're looking for and not get scammed or ribbed off because if you get scammed, you're probably not want to use Google in the future. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. So it's almost like a popularity contest, but where these other sites linking back to you are saying, so in my case, you know, she's legit. She's got real content that's valuable because I'm linking back to it saying that it's valuable and I trust it or we all trust it. So Google, you can trust it too. Yep. That's kind of how they look at it for the most part is, Popularity contest, sending trust signals out to them. Okay, that's great. Because I think, you know, we don't, we, you know, website owners, business owners, we don't usually think of backlinks as being important because like you said, originally the algorithm was built on keywords and we're it's still hammered into us, keywords, keywords, keywords including like with a podcast, coming up with our podcast name, our podcast description, episode title names, episode descriptions. And we still need to do all of that, of course. But now, you know, the backlinks, and it's been this way for a while, of course, but we're we're now starting to hear more about the backlinks. So what are some ways that we can start to get backlinks? Because we can't just wait for them to happen, right? No, you got to get that little initial little nudge and start building them or kind of get some attention so people start linking out to you. But 
if you're just waiting and waiting and waiting, eventually, hopefully someone will find you, but it's best to try to build them up yourself. And the ways to build them up is by looking at your competitors' backlinks. So there's tools mm-hmm. that will show you any website's backlinks. You have to pay for them. They're popular ones are like Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush, where you can throw any website in there and see all the backlinks. So you just go onto Google, search for your keywords, see who's on that first page of Google for your keywords, and throw that website into that into those backlink checkers. Look at all their backlinks, and then one by one, see the ones that are relevant, and start reaching out to those sites and figuring out what your competitors are doing. Maybe you see that they got an, an article written in the New York Times. Maybe you could reach out to that author and see if they could potentially write an article about you, or maybe you see they got listed on Yelp. Then you should create a Yelp listing, or maybe they're in the Chamber of Commerce. You could join that Chamber of Commerce, and pretty much you can reverse engineer and see exactly what they're doing. Oh, wow. Oh, that is fascinating. Takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, but, not the biggest, but no, you get what you but, pay for. It. And if you're looking for quality, it takes time. If you're looking for immediate results, you run paid ads. But for SEO, it's more long term. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's something that we forget too, that organic, building your Google rank through organic means definitely takes time. We have to be patient with that. It's not going to be an overnight thing or even a few weeks thing. It's a long-term play, but long-term, you're going to get that traffic and it's going to help build your brand up. Yeah, absolutely. So something that I talk about for uh, for podcasters or, or even you know for non-podcasters as well for building backlinks is being a podcast guest because that way the host is putting your website on their website, you know, where wherever they put their podcast episode. So, you know, in my case, my podcast lives on a on a podcast blog on my website. So when I have guests, I put the link to their website right there on my website. So I'm creating backlinks for them. Yeah, you're helping them out. So yeah. that's one strategy. And there's tons of different ways to get backlinks. But yeah, one way is you could be a guest on people's podcasts as long as they have a website. Right. And it's related to what you're doing. That's good. Yeah. You don't want to just be on any random one, but as long as it's right. somewhat related and they have a real website, they're not just posting it on Spotify or YouTube because those don't count. They have to actually have a physical website. That's good to know. Yeah, and I I would think having a a website, physical website, uh, physical, you know, other than the free web page that comes with their podcast hosting provider would provide more value. Uh, a, a standalone website or podcast blog on their business website has more value than the free website that comes with their podcast hosting provider. Yeah, Would the free ones don't have much value at all. They're yeah. really not even worth it. It's you know, to get on actual a real website, not just those podcast hosting websites. Those right. don't really have much SEO value at all. No, not for you, the podcast host, and definitely, yeah, not for the the guests trying to build backlinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are some common mistakes you see people making with their SEO in general, and then particularly with trying to get backlinks? Uh, not building backlinks, not knowing what backlinks are, or 
yeah. building the wrong backlinks because if you build the wrong backlinks instead of ranking higher, it's actually going to drop you down. So Ooh. what Google looks at nowadays is not the number of backlinks, the number of quality backlinks. And what is a quality backlink to Google? Quality backlink means it's just from a site that's related to what you're doing and authoritative. So making sure that you're getting sites that are related to what you're doing is very important. The more related it is to you, the better off it's going to be. So if you're a dentist, you want to get other sites related to health and wellness, you don't have to have other dentists, but anything somewhat related to what you're doing, that's what Google wants to see. Okay, that makes sense. All right, yeah, that would be very important. So you don't want to go on sites that are just completely out of your category or your niche or, yeah. And fascinating then that Google will ding you for that or lower your ranking for being on, having backlinks that are totally, totally unrelated to your site, your business. So okay to have a couple, but the majority of your backlinks are coming from random sites. That looks a little strange, but to Google, a normal website would have some weird backlinks, but the most of them should come from sites that are somewhat related to what they're doing. It's all about relevancy. The more relevant the backlinks are to your website, the better off you are. The more relevant your keywords are to what someone's searching in Google, the more likely that Google's going to want to show you when someone's searching for those keywords. Mm -hmm. When you find out what backlinks already exist for your site. And if you find that some of them are really low quality, even scammy type sites, is there anything you can do about that? You could try to reach out to the sites to see if they'll take them down. And if they don't respond back, then Google has a Google disavow tool where you get to go get to sign up for Google Search Console. It's a free tool from Google. And then in there, you could submit a list of websites that you want Google to ignore saying that these are low quality backlinks and don't count them for SEO purposes. And Google will look at that and block those domains from your website. Nice. Boy, I was unaware of that. Very cool. Okay. Because I actually haven't checked my backlinks in a little while, but when I did in the past, I saw that there were some, yeah, very weird or sort of scammy sites linking and this was, you know, at some point in the past, a former website. And I yeah, just didn't know what to do about it, but I wasn't happy about those. I had no idea what they were. And yeah. Yeah, the Google Disavow tool will take care of all that. So you could submit them and say, don't count these backlinks because these are not part of my website. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so what are some other tips that you have for boosting SEO in general, or particularly the backlinks, because these are really essential and aren't what most people are doing. Uh, I would definitely look at your competitors for the backlinks. That's going to be the safest way to build backlinks. And then okay. go after ones from your competitors that are related to what you're doing. Don't just go after all their backlinks, but find ones that are related and have some authoritativeness to them. But there's tons of other things you could add the keywords to your website. So you can add like schema.org is a programming language that search engines created that helps enhance your listings. You could add more text to your website because search engines can't really read images or videos or audio yet. So they rely heavily on text. The more text you have, the easier it is for them to really know what you're targeting, what keywords you're focusing on. And that's really important for just everything in general is more text. The more text you have, the easier it is for them to really know what you're focused on Awesome. And when you do have images, adding the alt text very carefully, that helps with the images, doesn't it? Yeah, so with the images, Google looks at the file name. 
because they can't read images or videos yet. So okay. if you have any audio or video or imagery, you want to make sure that file name has something descriptive in it. You don't want to okay. just name it image001.jpg. You have to right. name it with something descriptive. So if it's like happy people, just name it happy people. You don't have to add extra keywords in there. Just describe what that is. And then when you upload it, it's just going to ask for like a title, description, caption, but alt tag or alternative text is what Google looks at for SEO because Google wants to make sure the internet's accessible to everyone. So if you are visually impaired and can't see imagery or see the screen on on the computer, there's screen readers that will read the text out to you. But when they get to images, they don't know what to read. So they look at the alt text and the alt text is really to make the internet accessible to everyone. And Google wants to just make sure that everyone can have access to the internet, which is they're visually impaired or whatever disability you may have. They want to make sure that anyone can access it. So the alt text helps out for visually impaired people, but also helps out a little bit for SEO. Google looks at the text around the imagery. So the text around the image shouldn't match or be related to what that image is about. That's really important as well. Awesome. Okay. And no keyword stuffing, right? If it's just happy people, just say happypeople.jpg. Don't mm-hmm. throw extra keywords in there because that's not what that image is about or that video is about. You know, be descriptive because Google wants to make sure the internet's accessible. And if it's a bunch of people smiling and your alt text says all this other random stuff that's not related to what that imagery is, is that's not a good signal to right. Google and they're probably going to penalize you and drop you instead of bringing you higher. You could even take it one step further and for right click on your image before you upload it to your website and you go to properties and in properties or even more metadata settings like the title, description, the date, the location, the photographer's name, you can add all this other metadata in there before you upload it to your website and that takes it one step further. You can also resize your images because a lot of people search by sizes. So mm. you can change your image size. If it's 531 pixels by 528 pixels, maybe you make it 500 by 500. Again, a rounder number because people can search in Google images by the size. Interesting. Cool. And of course, then the size of your images affects load time of your website as well, which sent. SEO related, but helps people stay on your website. You know, they'll leave if it's taking too long for your website to load. So, yeah. Yep, and and the, uh, then, of course, no keyword stuffing on the pages of your website, you know, on the body of the text either, because Google will ding you for that, right? Uh, never keyword stuff. I mean, that's from like 10 or 15 years ago. Right. Because you do more harm than good. So just write for people. Don't write for search engines. If you start writing for search engines, that's where you're going to get penalized. So write for people, and that's going to provide a good user experience, which is what Google wants is this is a good user experience for everybody. Yeah. And that's great. I love that. That, yeah, Google is prioritizing people, not itself. That's great. So what kind of work do you do at SEO Optimizers and who do you work with? Help people get more traffic using SEO strategies, do a little bit with paid ads, but I focus more on the organic side, try to tap into that free traffic from Google. And as long as you have a website with a viable product or service, I could definitely help out. And it just depends as long as you're not selling something really generic with like t-shirts because 
that's how it all comes down to who's on that first page of Google. And if you're just selling something really generic without anything niche about you, mm-hmm. it's going to be really tough because then you're competing against like Walmart and Target and Amazon and Nordstrom's and Alibaba. So just finding anything really unique helps differentiate yourself, gets you to stand out. Very true. Yeah. Be, having as tight a niche as possible is is really essential to ranking high in whatever area you're in. Absolutely. And so how long do you normally advise your clients? And I'm sure it depends on the, on the niche, but we have to be patient about having our rank go up, but what range do you normally give? It it varies. It takes on average six months, but it could take a lot longer or Mm -hmm. be a lot shorter, just depending on how competitive those keywords are how much SEO has been done to your website versus the competitors. So right. it's really tricky, but I always do a free website analysis for anybody to check out their website and see what's really going on and give them kind of a roadmap of what's going to work, what's not going to work, and yeah. how to get them to that level that they want to be at. But I guess on average, maybe around six months, give or take. Yeah. So the point is months when people start creating content and even start looking for backlinks or creating backlinks, it it's not an overnight thing. We absolutely have to be patient. Mm-hmm. I wish it was overnight, but that's where the paid ads, if you want that immediate traction, paid ads yeah. will do that. But yeah. SEO is long-term where you build it up and build up and build up that trust. And once Google starts trusting you, you're going to see that traffic start coming in. Yeah. And like you said, with paid ads, those can get really expensive. Mm-hmm. They can be very expensive, but as long as you're making a positive return on ad spend, then ads are perfectly fine. It's just, you got to make sure you're making more than you're putting in. If you're right. bleeding money out, then you got to cut those ads out. Yeah, very true. And where can listeners find you if they want to get in touch to work with you? Yeah, so anyone that wants to learn more, I actually create a special gift for everybody. If they go to my website at seooptimizers.com, that's SEO. O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash gift. And I can find that there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years I've thrown up there for free so they can watch that anytime and see step-by-step how to do a lot of stuff that we talked about. And also if they want a free website analysis, I'm happy to check out their website from an SEO point of view and see what's working, what's not working, and how to get them to that level that they want to be at. And they can book some time on my calendar for free there as well. Awesome. Thank you for that. I will put that link in the show notes. Really appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Is there anything else you want to leave listeners with that we didn't talk about? I would just say, like we talked about, and just be patient because SEO does take time and don't expect immediate results. If you see little traction, little by little, that's a positive sign is just keep working at it and building it up and building it up and as long as you keep sending the right signals, trust signals to Google, they're going to start trusting you more and making you higher, but just don't get discouraged if you don't see immediate results because it does take some time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you for being here today, Brandon. Thank you for having me on today. And thank you all for being here today. Be sure to follow so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad. Thank you.